Yo, 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 what's going on, good people? Today is Monday, October 4th, 2021. Time is 10.42 a.m. Eastern Time. You're on for another episode of The Bridge, episode number 92 of The Bridge. Get out on Big Ron Brown, Big Kush, King Kush, it's all the same. Here bring you my humble opinion about things that's going on in our everyday lives, mainly sports, politics, some music events, current events on the local, local, national, and global level. Uh, things I'll be talking about, of course, we're going to get into some COVID and vaccine updates. We're going to get into some college and NFL scores. Uh, Manny Pacquiao is hanging it up and calling it quits. Uh, congratulations to Yo Gotti becoming uh, part owner of the D.C. soccer team. Uh, some vandalism that took place with George Floyd statues. Uh, possible sighting of a gap for T.O.'s fiance in um, North Carolina. And we're going to get into some uh, big time, <coughs> big time, big time major Super Bowl halftime, um, <coughs> halftime performances that we're going to, who's going to be performing at the Super Bowl halftime at um, SoFi Stadium in February for the Super Bowl. But as always, as we always done the past at 19 months, we're going to start out with some COVID and vaccine updates. As of right now, there are 43.7 million cases of COVID here in the United States. Uh, 701,000 people, over 701,000 people have died as a result of COVID-19. Um, COVID uh, 396, million, <coughs> 396 million vaccines have been given. 185 million vac- people have been fully vaccinated, which is at a, at a rate of 56.3%. <coughs> I'll give those numbers again. <coughs> For 43.7 million cases of COVID here in the United States. Over 701,000 people have died as a result of COVID-19. 396 million vaccines have been given. 185 million people have been fully vaccinated here in the United States, which is at a rate of 56.3%. Uh, state of California has mandated that COVID-19 be given for all students in order for them to attend school. Uh, New York City public school teachers had to get COVID vaccines by Friday, this past Friday. Uh, other COVID-related news, they are just saying that uh, <clears throat> I believe Pfizer is uh, definitely giving out the uh, booster shots for those who are 65 and older, those who are at higher risk. I'm not sure about Moderna or Johnson & Johnson at the time, but the fact that we are in October and we should have been over this curve, we should have been over this hump, in my opinion, but people want to be stubborn, don't want to take it seriously, don't want to follow directions, and here we are going on two years almost two years we've been dealing with COVID-19. We just crossed the threshold. Over 700,000 people have died as a result of this virus, and we've been dealing with it for almost two years now. <clears throat> and the stubbornness and the ignorance and the, the certain people who just don't want to get the, who just don't want to get vaccinated, it just baffles my mind every, every week. Every week that I bring this podcast, every day that I see it on the news, it just baffles my mind that people, what, 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 what more information do you need? I mean, we've been dealing with this. People saying they still got to do their, <clears throat> still got to do their own research. I mean, after almost two years, what other, what else do you need to research? What else is there for you to research about getting this vaccine? Yes, we all understand. As I say every single week, and I'm gonna continue to say it. Yes. The COVID in the vaccine will not eliminate the virus. It will not totally eliminate you from getting the virus, but it can reduce your your um. <clears throat> it can reduce 
the what what the um side effects of what can happen to you if you did get the virus it can help you and i don't know what else people need i don't know what other information people are out there looking for i mean when you think about it we've been taking we've been, we've been getting shot since we was kids we've been getting booster shots we've been getting tetanus shots we've been getting all kinds of immune shots that we had to get when we were kids and we were babies in order for us to go for, when we were babies in order for us to leave the hospital when we were kids in order for us to go to school, we've been getting shot all of our lives. So now people want to take a stand and say, I have to do my own research. That's bull. That's completely and totally bull. You do not, because you take vitamins, you take medicine, you take prescribed medicine, kills every single day. And I guarantee you, whatever your doctor, whatever your physician is prescribing you to take, especially if you are in real pain, you're not sitting there on your computer or on your tablet or on your laptop or on your cell phone Googling, oh, i got to make sure I know what's in my I'm taking it. Yes. You're taking it because you're in pain and you want to feel better and you want to get there as soon as possible. So, but, what, but with this, with this COVID vaccine, now all of a sudden you become self-righteous and you got to do your own research. It's amazing, man. People, as I always say every single week, if you've ever listened to me, if you've ever listened to this podcast, go get vaccinated. Please go get vaccinated. Social distance yourself if you're going to be around people. Continue to wear your mask. Continue to sanitize yourself. Do whatever you need to do to stay safe for yourself and your family. Because, yes, as an American, you have a right to choose if you don't want to get vaccinated. But guess what? If you are not vaccinated and you do get COVID-19, you have just put yourself and other people at risk. So not only is not your problem anymore, it becomes my problem, too. So because of your decision not to do so, now you've made it everybody else's problem. Yes, you have, like I said, you have the right to not get vaccinated. But you become sick, you become infected, and you infect other people, guess what? Now that you, now that your, your problem, it just became everybody else's problem too. So please, people, just go get vaccinated. Go get vaccinated. That's the only, that's, that's all I got. That's all I got to say, man. Just go get vaccinated. Anyway, let's go back to uh, let's go back to school for some college football action this past week, week number five in um, college football. Some great um, games was on this weekend, uh, starting from Friday, October first. Uh, Iowa defeated Maryland fifty-one to fourteen. BYU defeated Utah State thirty-four to twenty this past Saturday. Number one team in Alabama uh, had no problem with Ole Miss. They defeated them forty-two to twenty-one. Mississippi State defeated Texas A&M twenty-six to twenty-two. Georgia defeated. Arkansas had no problem with them, 37 to nothing. I would expect a better game from that, but it did not happen. Uh, Michigan had no problem with Wisconsin, 38-17. Wake Forest defeated Louisville in a tight, close game, 37-34. to Cincinnati, probably in the shocker of the weekend, came with two. South Bend and defeated Notre Dame, 24-13. to Coastal Carolina defeated UL Monroe, 59-6. Stanford. Got a key victory over the number three team, Oregon, in overtime, 31-24. That would definitely, in overtime, 31-24. That would definitely have an impact on the Pac-12 championship. Oklahoma defeated Kansas State, 37-31. Ohio State defeated Rutgers, 52-13. Kentucky, congratulations to the Kentucky Wildcats. They defeated the Florida Gators, 20-13. It was their first time defeating Florida at home since 1986. That's 35 years ago. That was the last time Kentucky beat Florida at home. So congratulations to that program. They are off to a great start in getting that monkey off their back. So congratulations to them. North Carolina State defeated Louisiana Tech 34-27. To, 
Oklahoma State defeated Baylor 24-14. Penn State blanked Indiana 24-0. Michigan State defeated Western Kentucky 48-31. Clemson in a tight game defeated Boston College 19-13. The Auburn Tigers defeated the LSU Tigers 24-19. Arizona State defeated uh, UCLA 42-23. And Hawaii in the nightcap defeated Fresno State 27-24. All right, let's get um, let's get some Monday morning quarterback. Let's get into some NFL action over the past um, get some money on uh, Monday morning quarterback. Some, definitely some great games in um, in week four of the NFL. So let's definitely jump right into that real quick. All right, uh, Thursday from Thursday, September twentieth, the Cincinnati Bengals defeated the Jacksonville Jaguars in what was an entertaining and turned out to be a close game. 24 to 21 in the battle of the former number one picks, Joe Burrow and Trevor Lawrence. Uh, my Dallas Cowboys defeated the Carolina Panthers 36 to 28. That's right, Trayvon Diggs is definitely shaping up to be a Pro Bowl player. He has five picks, I believe, now in the first four games of the season. Uh, no other Cowboy has ever done that. He has definitely became, to me, he is definitely the best cornerback we've had since Terrence Newman. We are now four, we are now three and one, first place in the NFC East. And we're rolling. This is definitely not 2020. So, yes, indeed. I'm definitely happy with that. Uh, Washington football team defeated the Atlanta Falcons 34 30. Buffalo Bills blanked the Houston Texans 40 0. The uh, Chicago Bears defeated the Detroit Lions 24 14. The Indianapolis Colts defeated the Miami Dolphins 27 17. Cleveland Browns defeated the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, 14-7. The uh, New York Giants in overtime defeated the New Orleans Saints 27-21. Uh, the Jets get their first game, get their first one on victory of the season. They defeated the Tennessee Titans in overtime 27-24. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs defeated the Philadelphia Eagles 42-30. Uh, Arizona Cardinals, they are for real. They went into SoFi Stadium and defeated the un- uh, previously undefeated Rams 37-20. Seattle Seahawks defeated the San Francisco 49ers 28-21. The Baltimore Ravens defeated the Denver Broncos 23-7. Green Bay defeated the uh, Green Bay Packers defeated the Pittsburgh Steelers 27-17. Some records were um, milestones were passed in that game. Uh, ben Blockersberger threw for his 400th touchdown yesterday, and I do believe um, Aaron Rodgers threw for 420 touchdowns yesterday. So. A lot of touchdowns and their and their lengthy definitely will definitely be Hall of Fame careers. Um, and in the nightcap, the uh, supposedly game of the week, Tom Brady made his uh, return back to um, Gillette Stadium in Foxborough, take on the New England Patriots and the and Tampa Bay Buccaneers defeated the New England Patriots 19 to 17 in that game. Congratulations to Tom Brady, who became the NFL's all-time passing leader, passing Drew Brees. With eighty, I believe eighty thousand three hundred and close to eighty thousand four hundred yards now that Tom Brady has passed for in his illustrious twenty twenty one NFL seasons in the league. He now holds the most passing yards in NFL history by any NFL quarterback, and then still going strong at forty four years old. So not only does Brady um, win a Super Bowl in the first year, will be in the Tampa Bay. He goes back to Gillette Stadium probably for the last time as a quarterback and defeats his old team. 
And then Belichick did give an embrace at the end of the game. And that's that. Probably be the last time they play each other. So we'll see. Tonight's game uh, will definitely is definitely going to be a good one. It's going to be the undefeated uh, Raiders taking on the Los Angeles Chargers at SoFi Stadium. That will definitely be a key battle in the AFC West in later in uh, future terms. Um, other sports-related news, I uh, want to say congratulations to Manny Pacquiao. He is retired from boxing and will run and is focusing his talent and his gifts and his passion to run for president of the Philippines. Uh, Manny Pacquiao retired as he was a 12-time 12 12 champion. He had 39 knockouts, and he had a record of 68 wins, 8 losses, and 2 ties. Uh, he was definitely a man of the people. He came up hard. Nothing, nothing was given to him. The only thing I, I, I would say I hate about his um, career is that him and um, Floyd Mayweather, they may have fought five years too late because they both weren't in their prime. They both weren't in their tip-top shape as far as a, a lot of people think. I think a lot of people saying that Manny Pacquiao is leading up to the fight. He may have tore his um, rotator cuff or had some issues with his arm before the fight, so he wasn't really at 100%. But they'll fall anyway. But a lot of people were thinking that maybe if that fight, instead of 2015, if it would have happened around 2010, 2011, it would have been a better fight. And we probably would have had more fights out of them. But, but with that being said, congratulations to him on an outstanding career. He is definitely a man of the people. If you know anything about Manny Pacquiao, he represents the Philippines wholeheartedly. And I do believe that there is nothing standing in his way that he will definitely run for president and he will definitely win. So um, congratulations to him on a Hall of Fame career and good luck to him in the politics of running for president of the Philippines. Manny Pacquiao, you are definitely one of the greatest and your career will never be forgotten by anybody. Other sports-related news, I saw LaShawn McCoy, Shady McCoy, retired as an Eagle on Friday. Uh, he is the Eagles' all-time leading rusher. As a Cowboys fan, I got to my, tip my hat to LaShawn McCoy because he is definitely one of the best running backs to ever play in this game. He always gave the Cowboys fits every single time he played him. He never knew who he was going to be. He reminded me of this. He reminded me of, I'm not going to say he was completely like Barry Sanders, but he was close. Because he was shaped, he was fast, he was strong. You just never knew what you were going to get when he was on the field. That game in 2013, I will never forget it when they played the Detroit Lions in the blizzard. Um, I was working. <laughs> it was here in Philadelphia, and I was on my way to work. And the, the sky completely just fell, and a blizzard happened. A rapid, fast-paced, moving blizzard happened as I was driving on my way to work, and that was the scariest 30 to 45 minutes of my life, because I had never been driving in such a blizzard condition before in my life, and at the same time, I'm on my way to work driving in that blizzard, he was making NFL history, because the man could not be stopped, he was running like it was 70, he was running like it was 70, 70, 70, 70 degrees and sunny outside, not a full-blown blizzard, because he could not be stopped, that was probably one of his best games that I ever remember seeing Shady McCoy having because he was in the elements, it's a good team, and he showed up and showed out. And a lot of people might not agree with me on this, but of course we all know he's a two-time Super Bowl champion. He got one, he was with the Kansas City Chiefs in 2019. He was also with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in 2020. So he got back-to-back -back Super Bowl rings. A lot of people say he might not have been a 
he contributed to those Super Bowl championships, but his numbers of what he did in Philadelphia and in Buffalo speaks for themselves. He has over 11,000 yards rushing. I think he has like 70 or 80 touchdowns, six-time Pro Bowler, All-Pro. His numbers speak for themselves. And when you have Super Bowl champion on your resume, two-time Super Bowl champion, with those numbers, five or six years from now, all I'm saying, don't be surprised if you look up and Shady McCoy is getting that call from Kenton because his numbers definitely speak for themselves. So congratulations to Shady McCoy on the outstanding NFL career and enjoy retirement because you definitely deserve it and you definitely earned it. Uh, Richard Sherman this past week, he signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on a one-year deal. He said he got the call from Tom Brady himself, and he said when Tom Brady gives you a call, hey, you answer, you sign on the dotted line, and I saw last night he played in the game and he recovered a fumble. So already contributed to the team, and it won't be long before Richard Sherman's that dude and he's out there picking all passes. So uh, we all know his legal situation and what happened to him in the past this past summer. I don't think that has been resolved yet, but I do believe with his knowledge and experience that he can definitely be a key contributor and help that secondary because he's a young secondary and he can definitely learn from his football knowledge. So, like I said, he got the game last night, covered a fumble, so he's already contributed to the team. So, other NFL entertainment news, as we all know, uh, Dr. Dre. Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and Kendrick Lamar to perform at Super Bowl halftime this February at SoFi Stadium. It will be 10 to 12 minutes long. This is, I think, the first time it's been an all-hip-hop R&B headline Super Bowl. And I do believe this will probably be one of the best Super Bowl halftime shows we've had in a long time. And the fact that Jay-Z is partnering with the NFL and showing you the power of hip-hop. You're about to witness the power, what Dr. Trey said back in the day, you're about to witness the power of street knowledge. You just witnessed hip-hop flex its biggest muscle on his, on the biggest stage because if you perform during Super Bowl halftime, that you can't be, get no bigger than that because every eye in the world will be watching. Even if you don't like football, most people watch the halftime show just to see who's going to perform so I expect an epic, great performance. Dr. Dre said this is probably going to be one of the key moments of his career. And back then, a lot of people didn't think, a lot of people were saying that when they were in the 70s and hip-hop first came on the scene, they didn't think it was going to last, they didn't think it was going to make it. When gangster, when it, when it, when it went from gangster rap and everything that went through in the 90s, and a lot of people thought that after Biggie and Tupac got killed, that hip-hop was dead and it wasn't going to last. Hip-hop is a billion-trillion-dollar industry now, and it is at the forefront of not just black music, but music, period. So I am definitely looking forward to this halftime show. Much needed, much deserved, and I cannot wait to see it, what they bring to SoFi Stadium during that halftime show. Um, other entertainment and sports-related news, Yo Gotti, Memphis, uh, Memphis rapper Yo Gotti has become uh, part owner of the D.C. United Soccer Team as an expanded ownership group. I just want to say congratulations to Yo Gotti because his music his music and his back, uh, music legacy is second to none. This man has been a constant performer, constantly putting out albums, constantly putting out music. But to transition himself to be part owner of a major soccer team, geez, another flex 
that hip hop is making in in not just in music world but in sports world and just transitioning and making breaking ground. It's just showing you that hip hop is not all flash and misogynistic and just glorifying this or glorifying that. They're making moves. It's major, major moves. I'm talking about legacy affecting your family for six, seven generations after you're gone type moves. So congratulations to your guy to becoming part owner of the DC United Soccer Team. Also want to say congratulations to Juicy J of Three Six Mafia because he has not only become an Oscar winner as an MC with him and DJ Paul when they wrote the song It's Hard Out Here for a Pimp for the movie Hustle and Flow, but he has turned his investments into a very lucrative empire and I like to see that. I mean, of course, being in hip hop, you, you definitely want to. It's a part. Of, it's a part of the culture that you want to have the big, the, the mansions, the money, the cars. Of course, the women comes. The women comes with the territory, the jewelry, all that comes with it. But invest your money. Please invest your money. That goes for all, the, especially those who are in hip hop today. If you are under thirty. That money it comes in like a river. It flows in, and it flows in, it comes and it goes as much as it comes in. Invest that money. Please do something smart with your money. Don't just blow it because as fast as that money comes in, as fast as it's going out. Please invest that money. That's all I got to say. Yo Gotti and Juicy J of Three Six Mafia, they are doing just that, and I am very proud and impressed of what they're doing with their money because this is affecting their families five or six generations after they're dead and gone because of their investments, because of what they're doing with their money right now, their families, five or six generations from now, will be set up and won't have anything to worry about. So that that's boss me. That's gangster. That's being that's 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 being a boss to me. When you take care of your family six generations after you're gone. Um other news you just want to talk about real quick. Uh they said that they saw just want to transition to some other news real quick. Uh, 53,000 Afghan refugees are being housed in eight military bases here in the United States. Um, I, I still think that they're working on getting some some more Americans out of those um, Afghan bases over there in Afghanistan. I'm still working. Some Americans are still over there, but the fact that they have been able to house that many people here in the United States, and I guess they're going to try to get them asylum. See if they can get them some assistance. I don't know. Some of them may want to try to go back to Afghanistan. I doubt it since they came over here. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, other um, headline news that I saw that said possible sightings of Gabby Petito's fiance in North Carolina. Um, still looking for them. They did not, apparently they did not find them in Florida yet. So they are still searching. They are definitely going to find this kid because, like I said last week, you have a dead, murdered white woman here in America. It's all hands on deck. It is all hands on deck. They're going to do whatever they can to find that boy. But I just wish that amount of time and energy would be placed in the other races on the planet. Because when our race, especially black people, when our when our women or when our girls turn up missing, when our girls are being sex trafficked, when our girls turn up murdered and tortured, we need some of that assistance too. We need those resources too. And we need that attention that the media gives that they would give a white woman, but we need that too. And we need some of those assistance now. 
because there are hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands, of black women and girls that are being tortured, that are being raped, that are being murdered, that are being kidnapped every single day. And they don't get the amount of attention that God can teach us that. I want to say, first of all, it's a tragedy what happened to her. I feel sorry for our, our, our condolences go out to her family. But I'm just saying that as, as, as a lot of you are, as, as a lot of us already know, when white people catch a cold, black people catch pneumonia. Worse, as bad as the thing gets for you, it's always worse for us. So I'm just saying there are hundreds of thousands of girls and women who are kidnapped, who are missing, who are never been found. And when they are found, it's too late. So just wish that attention, those resources, and that assistance will be given to all races and not just one particular race. So that's just my opinion. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, I just saw earlier today, she hopes that the infrastructure deal can be reached by October the 31st. It was supposed to be reached this past week. They came to a standstill and they said that hopefully the deal be reached by Halloween. So all I'm saying is this. In my lifetime, I'm 38, I'll be 39 in January. And it seems like every time I turn around, every time a deal needs to be passed, every time that there's something that can help millions of people in this country, I mean, you think about it. When you think about it, there's always some white Republican man standing there with his arms folded saying, no, we're not going to pass it. No, we're going to block it. No, we oppose it. I mean, think about it. Infrastructure deal, essential worker pay, election results, student loan. Um, um, what else am I missing? Um, the lack of response and respect for um, the initial COVID cases here in the United States. Every time I turn around, every single time I turn around, it's been like this all my life. Something that can help millions of people in this country. There's always some white Republican man. Uh, Mitch McConnell, uh, Lindsey Graham, some witch, well, some white Republican man standing there with his arms folded, saying no, ready to block them, ready to say no. And I understand that there are some Democrats that, they, that can't be trusted. I get it because there are politicians at the end of the day. I get it. Left wing, right wing, left wing, right wing, it's all on the same bird. I get it. All I'm saying is this. When that large, angry bird Takes a takes a gigantic smelly defecation and takes a it takes a nice big smelly bowel movement and it spews out and it lands on all of us and it as it always does nine times out of ten the color of the feces tends to be more red than blue. That's all I'm saying. Every time something goes wrong when that large angry bird takes a dump on all of us the color of the feces is always red than blue more red than blue. That's all I'm saying. <clears throat> um. So in um, New York, they had some three statues that were um, dedicated to George Floyd. One was dedicated to Breonna Taylor, and the other one was dedicated to um, George um, to um, Lewis. Um, and I saw where the George Floyd statue has already been vandalized twice in New York. It just goes to show you that. No matter what's happened to us in the, as a people in this country, no matter what we achieve and what we accomplish, no matter what strides we make, no matter how we've been tortured and, 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 and murdered and just done wrong in this country, there's always somebody that doesn't get And it's just it's a shame that those statues that were meant to stand for something in this country and just can't keep their memory alive. It's just it's a, it's a doggone shame that people are ready to just vandalize them and just deface them as soon as they're put up. So the hatred, the evil in nature, the hate, hatred of racism, it, 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 
It's always there. It seems like it's always going to be there. No matter how many good people there are, they're always going to be racist here in America. Um, it's a shame. And I hope they catch the people that had to face those statues in New York. So also in Huntington Beach, California, they're dealing with a major oil spill off of California. It kills wildlife. Uh, they're closed down the beaches. They're saying it's a catastrophe unfolding as of, after a massive oil spill. They're basically saying that that part of the Huntington Beach, California, cannot be used. The place will close down to the public because of toxic fumes. A lot of the wildfire, a lot of the animals in the ocean probably have been killed because of that. Said hundreds of thousands of gallons of that oil have died, contaminated the water. Uh, they have got a capsule on the spill now, so I don't think any more oil is spilling out at this, at this time. So definitely one of our thoughts and prayers going out to those people who are dealing with that, and hopefully they'll be able to resolve that issue. Um, here locally in Philadelphia, we, um, my wife and I woke up this morning, and we saw that um, at Jefferson Hospital, a gunman walked in who was a, who was a, who was a, who was a, pretending to be a nurse. I don't know if he was a nurse or not. I don't know if he had um, an issue with one of the nurses there, but walked in with a gun. He had a backpack full of guns and walked in with, I believe, was an AR-15 and shot a nurse at Jefferson Hospital. Um, the nurse did not make it. Um, it was a CNA nurse that was, that was killed in the hospital. He then fled the hospital in a U-Haul truck, Jefferson Memorial Hospital, which is downtown Center City, Philadelphia. And after calls were made, they were able to catch up to him at 40th and Parkside, which is West Philadelphia. And they get into a gunfight. Um, he got into a gunfight with the cops. Uh, two of the cops were shot, and the suspect was shot, I believe, in the nose. Uh, they were all taken to the hospital for their injuries. I do believe the cops and the suspect who did the shooting were going, they were going to survive, and he would definitely be taken into custody. Um, it's just... It's, the city of Philadelphia reached a grim milestone this past week. Over 400 homicides this year have been have, have taken place here in the city of Philadelphia. And it's just, if you know a word of prayer, man, that's all I can say. Just if you know a word of prayer, please pray for the city of Philadelphia. It's just, it doesn't matter where you're at. You can be sitting outside. You can be walking down the street. You can be at a hospital where people have already, where these workers and these people who are sick because of what's happened in the past 19 months have been pushed to the brim, and then you walk in and deal with a mad gunman open fire on everybody. So, you know a word of prayer, man. Please pray for the city of Philadelphia. Please pray for this violence and this chaos that is just running rampant throughout the city. Lord Jesus, we need you now more than ever because, man, it's just, this is when I saw the other night, man, it's just, kids and babies that are being caught in the crossfire, man, it's just every day, every single day, man, you turn on the news, man, you just violence, you just gunfire, just rapid violence and chaos is happening, it seems like every day, every single day, you reach the grim milestone of 400 homicides here in the city of Philadelphia, so if you know a word of prayer, man, if you know anything you can do to defuse the situation, you can speak at a rally. If you can talk to somebody that, that, that may be going through, that has anger issues, if you can talk to somebody and try to defuse the situation with what happens, whatever you can do, man, please. Because you just never know when a situation is going to get out of hand, and you're going to be the one to get that phone call. You're going to be the one to have to go, to go down to the morgue, go down to the funeral home and identify the body. And most people, 
Say a word of prayer for the city of Philadelphia, man, because this is this, this chaos and this violence, man, is getting out of hand. Um, just please, man. That's, that's pretty much all I got, man. If you know a word of prayer, if you can defuse the situation, man, please do it all you can, man. We all come from different races, backgrounds, cultures, and places and statuses, but we are more alike than we are different. We can see each other as human, find a common ground of interest, begin to pick each other's brain and dig into the core of each other respectfully and peacefully. Only then can we begin to heal each other and truly bridge the gap between all of us. Another episode of The Bridge, get out with Big Ron Brown, Big Kush, King Kush. He'll bring you my humble opinion about things that's going on in our everyday lives. Um, October here, this is the best sports month of the year because it seems like every sport is going on right now. High school, college, and NFL football is going on right now. You're in the playoffs, the wild card of the playoffs begin tomorrow. The NBA preseason and NHL preseason has begun. The WNBA is in their playoffs right now. So October is truly the best sports month of the year. So whatever sport you like, take your pick. Because this is definitely, it seems like this is the, the sports people not have begun. Because this is definitely the best sports month of this year. And I'm going to enjoy all of it. So another episode of The Bridge, get down with Big Juan Brown. We'll be posting this to Anchor Podcast. I will also be posting this to my Facebook page. So uh, people, please stay safe. Go get vaccinated if you have not done so. I will talk with you guys later on next week. Until then, you guys have a good one. Stay safe. Peace.